The pro-abortion left is going nuts, and the violence begins. And since it's Mother's Day, the Washington Post releases an opinion piece teaching us what not to do as a mother, and then telling us that's how you should do it as a mother. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So, hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Happy Mother's Day. I hope you all had a great weekend. I had a very good weekend. Um, Josie and I, we got together Friday night. We decided to stay home, watch some movies. We watched Taken, which she's never seen before. Yes, she is probably the only woman in the United States of America who's never seen Taken. And she said, oh, it's such a fantastic movie. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Why, why do you think we're watching it right now? She'd never seen the movie before, that poor gal. And then we saw a movie that's a little closer to my heart. Uh, we saw, um, what is this movie called? What was that movie called? Uh, a Requiem for a Dream, which was the Arabnowski film about three teenage kids who end up on drugs and things like that. Now, she didn't like that movie so much. I don't blame her. It is a, a horribly horribly depressing film. Um, but being the father of a kid who had heroin problems, well, who died of heroin, it really is a, it's a very moving film, very long. I mean, way too long, but it covers these kids for their entire lives until things fall apart. So great movies. Okay, let's get to the news, or, yeah, kind of news. Um, we know that leftists can't control themselves when they don't get their way. So, what's the best way to get their point across? How about protesting at Catholic churches on Mother's Day? Which, by the way, they hate everything about that. They hate mothers, and they hate the Catholic Church. Mothers are awesome. The Catholic Church is not so awesome, but religion is awesome. And also protests at the homes of Supreme Court justices. This weekend, a, a group known as Ruth Sent Us, by Ruth they mean Ruth Bader Ginsburg, organized a walkthrough protest of the homes of the Supreme Court justices, six of the conservative justices, which includes Clarence Thomas, Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, who they hate anyway because some gal said that 40 years ago he harassed her or something. Neil, well, I mean, he attempted to rape her. No evidence, by the way. Neil Gorsuch and John Roberts, who, by the way, is not a conservative. He is about as, he is not quite as leftist as the leftists on the court. Breyer, Sotomayor, and Kagan. But he's pretty leftist. And these were called walkthrough protests, which means that these protests were meant to be peaceful. Just make a lot of noise in front of the justices. Now, the good news is the justices did get a ton of security in front of their houses. A couple of places actually have fences built, so that was awesome. Uh, and there was no violence at the justices' house or at the Supreme Court houses or the Supreme Court building. Uh, the Supreme Court building ended up building a fence and then added barriers around the fence to make sure people couldn't get through. So they're pretty safe. Now, I, I'm going to create a video 
and by the way, go to Dumbasses Talking Politics on Rumble. I've got a, I just released a video uh, showing the various protests because they're actually hysterical. A bunch of people are pointing out that these tantrums are actually not helping the leftist cause, the pro-abortion cause. There was one video where a black guy is dressed as a woman with toilet paper or newspaper stuffed into the dress to make him look pregnant, dancing around in front of a church. This isn't a good look. This isn't going to get you a lot of sympathy. This isn't going to get you a lot of, a lot of acceptance with, I'd say, probably 80 to 90% of the population of the United States. But it's New York. For all he know, he stole the newspapers and, you know, whatever. Uh, in a show of what can be called hate, this group, um, uh, Ruth, what what is this group called? Ruth, um, Ruth sent us? They released... They were contacted by a pro-Christian woman, and she said, let's get together and let's pray together. So essentially, this woman didn't want to talk about abortion. She just wanted to get together and kind of try and, I guess, turn down the heat on this whole, con on this whole controversy. This is what Ruth sent us replied. Stuff your rosaries and your weaponized prayer. We will remain outraged after this weekend, so keep praying. We'll be burning the Eucharist to show our disgust for the abuse of Catholic churches, uh, the abuse Catholic churches have condoned over the centuries. And then they have Jesus Christ, who is holding a flail, basically whip. The picture is him supposedly whipping the traitors in the temple that he didn't want. Except instead of whipping the traitors, he is traders, not traitors, traitors. He's whipping a, a, one of these gals in this handmaid's tail uh, garb. Now, it, this is the over-the-top crap that these guys are doing now. Uh, weaponized prayer? This is nothing more than hate by this group. There's no, you don't, what? Prayer isn't weaponized. Just how clueless is this group? Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself said that Roe versus Wade was a bad ruling and abortion needed to be codified by law. And she was pro-abortion. These are hateful and terrible people. There's no middle ground here. Need more proof? Just listen to this activist at one of the protests and listen to the disgust. Now, if you couldn't hear what she said, what she basically said is if you get pregnant, run to an abortion clinic and get that little bastard's brain sucked out. I mean, is this, this is normal? This isn't radical at all? By the way, I will give her credit. I'll give the entire movement credit. They're not hiding the ball anymore. They know exactly what abortion is, and they don't care. They're worried about themselves. There is no middle ground here. 
President Biden's reaction, the Biden administration's reaction is no better. Here's Jen, Jen Psaki was asked several times about leaked documents and the protests and the uh, protests and how the homes of the uh, Supreme Court ju justices were doxed. And her answer was the same every time. Listen. How about yesterday? So just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, we obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court or outside someone's private residence. I, I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. I want it. We, we want it, of course, to be peaceful. And certainly, the president would want people's uh, privacy to be respected. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years, their rights to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. That's why people are protesting. They're unhappy. They're scared. Okay, this is interesting. She says abortion has been a fundamental right, has been law for 50 years. Okay, couple of things here. One is not, it is, okay, we're not going to get the fundamental right yet, but it has not been law. It was precedent. It was Supreme Court precedent. There was no actual law created. When the Supreme Court rules, they don't create law. The only people that can create law is Congress and the states. That's it. The Supreme Court does not create law. That is just an outright lie. The second is she says abortion has been a fundamental right for 50 years. Can we assume it hasn't been, wasn't the fundamental right for the entire 250 years of our country? Can we assume by her statement that the Biden administration knows that uh, abortion is not in the Constitution since they only acknowledge its legality for 50 years? If it is not a law, if it is not a fundamental right, based on what the Constitution says, can we assume Roe versus Wade is unconstitutional? The answer is yes on all questions. The, I, the Biden administration just doesn't give a damn. They go along with the extremists because the extremists are the ones that are going to vote for them. The extremists are the ones that are going to force their will on people. The Extremists are the ones that are going to fix elections. They need the extremists. How much do they go along with the extremists? Leave it to Peter Ducey to pull more questions out, more answers out of, out of Jen Psaki and the Biden administration. Jen Psaki is leaving on Friday, this Friday. I guarantee you she wishes she had left earlier. Listen. President's position on choice has evolved over time. So just checking for his official position. Does he support any limits on abortion right now? 
Peter, the president has spoken, has talked about his position many times. He supports the right of a woman to make choices about her own body with her doctor. I know that one of the Democrats that he endorsed and uh, who won their primary this week, Tim Ryan, uh, said yesterday that he does not support any limits on abortion. Is that where the president's thinking is now? The president has stated his view many times. So does the president support abortion up until the, the moment of birth? The president has spoken about this many times, Peter, and I would refer you to his own comments about abortion and a woman's right to choose and make decisions about her body with her doctor, which is what any of those women would do. Go ahead. This is the entire problem with abortion, uh, the abortion argument, is they don't want to admit it. Yes, the answer is, does Biden support any limits on abortion? The answer is no. Does the president support abortion up until the moment of birth? The answer is yes. Do we know why the first answer is no and the second answer is yes? Because if, does Biden support any limits on abortion? She would say yes. Does the president support abortion until the moment of birth? She would say no. The Biden administration supports abortion to the moment of birth. Period. End of story. And by the way, another thing, not only did um, not only did uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said abortion needed to be codified uh, codif- uh, codified by law, so did Joe Biden after the uh, Roe versus Wade decision came in. He never thought this was a good law. He said it in his own words back in the seventies. Democrats really think this is going to be abortion is going to be the, the platform to run, run on. They think this will make us forget about the economy, the open borders, critical race theory, uh, critical race theory, critical gender theory being taught in schools, Afghanistan, his other foreign policy disasters. Democrats also assume most of the country is as radical on abortion as the left is, and they're not. 75% of the country believes there, there's got to be, 75 to 80% believe there sh- should be restrictions on abortion. Even Europe thinks we're insane with our abortion laws. And by the way, with all this, with Biden supporting riots at justices' homes, at the Supreme Court, and by the way, an, an anti-abortion, not clinic, an anti-abortion <coughs> headquarters was Molotov cocktail this weekend. So there was violence this weekend. I don't want to hear about January 6th anymore. And the violence is only going to go up. In a few minutes, we're going to talk about why haven't the Supreme Court just released the ruling? Let the ruling get out. Let people get it out of their systems. And people will get get it out of their systems. Because let's face it, the people of the United States, they have the attention span of guinea pigs. We really can't focus on anything for too long. For the last month, we focused on... For the last month, we focused on the Ukraine war. Now we're focusing on abortion. What is it going to be next week? By the way, there's a brand new... Uh, African swine flew out. You wait. It's coming. We're going to have to wear the masks again. By the way, there's a brand new virus that's come out because of some Asian tick. 
All this stuff is happening. It's disgraceful what these guys are doing. It's disgraceful what the radical left is doing. Good news, radical left is still a real minority in this country. 10 to 15% of the population. Keep your guns. Don't throw them away. Make sure you're ready for it. And by the way, the Washington, D.C. police, Metro Police, and I've got a lot to say about this. They released a statement that they understood the concerns about the First Amendment conflicts between religion and between protest. Both those are in the same, both of those are in the same amendment. This is what they said. This is the Metro Police, Washington, D.C. Metro Police. So when I say MPD, I mean Metro Police Department. Quote, MPD is aware of the potential disruptions associated with the First Amendment demonstrations. MPD will be monitoring, assessing, and planning accordingly with our local and federal partners. We have increased available resources, including the activation of our civil disturbance unions, units, in preparation for these activities. Of course, anyone with half a brain would look at that statement and say, what does that mean? And they were asked this, and they have yet to reply. Here's the thing. What First Amendment right are you going to be looking for? Are you going to be putting the protesters' First Amendment right to protest over the church's First Amendment rights to assemble? These people are walking into the churches and and yelling and screaming and pitching a fit. Here's the thing. Um, A right is a right. A right is only a right if it does not impede on the rights of others. If these protesters are protesting outside a church without impeding or threatening the congregants, fine. It's tacky. It's cheap. It's misdirected. And in the long run, as we'll see, it's counterproductive. But it's okay. It's their right. They can do that. But if they impede the congregants from going into the church, which is a crime depending on what they do, or they walk into the church and disrupt the service, which is a crime, it's trespassing, They have impeded the rights on others. They've impeded on the rights of the religious to congregate. And they can't scream First Amendment anymore. The problem I see is the police seem to weigh the First Amendment right of the protesters, not of the religious. This is what happens when one group demonizes another And the system supports that one group. When you you demonize a group, they're made to be less human, less deserving, and therefore they shouldn't have any rights whatsoever. And that is scary. So the big question has to be, are these things going to work? Are these protesters threatening Supreme Court justices threatening the Supreme Court itself. Though silly. A lot of these are silly. They haven't been horribly violent. We haven't seen 2020 riots yet. Don't... I, again, we haven't seen a lot of violence. We've seen some. Uh, it's coming. It is coming. 
But one thing I asked myself, was it going to work? What's the point of what they're doing? They're not changing anybody's mind. In fact, it appears to be having an opposite effect. According to the Washington Post, the five justices who want to overturn Roe versus Wade still want it overturned. Chief Justice Roberts, probably one of the worst chief justices in frickin' history, is trying to convince Barrett and Kavanaugh to accept a more incremental ruling where they don't overturn Roe versus Wade, but to kind of chip at it and put more limits on abortion, which, by the way, isn't working so far. This is, prob- this is probably why the opinion hasn't been released this week. You would have thought the opinion would have been released by now. And it's because Roberts wants to keep kind of a cohesive nature in the Supreme Court. But listen, the left, they're never going to accept anything for the right. And the right shouldn't accept anything from the left. And we've got five Supreme Court justices who are right-leaning. Let them be right-leaning. Clarence Thomas uh, basically said that he's not going to be manip- the court's not going to be manipulated by public opinion. He said in a judicial conference on Friday, "quote We are becoming addicted to wanting a particular out uh, wanting particular outcomes, not living with outcomes we don't like. We can't be an institution that can be bullied into giving you just the outcomes you want. The events from earlier this week are a symptom." of that. This is what the leaker and the unhitched protesters don't get. This is probably going to have the opposite effect of what they want. First, the Supreme Court, if the Supreme Court changes its mind, the mob will win and we can expect more leaks like this in the future because this leak will have worked. We've never had precedent for this before. Nothing's ever been leaked from the Supreme Court before. Second, this will be seen as the most cowardly Supreme Court in history. None of them are going to want that. None of them, including Roberts. By the way, Chief Justice Roberts is the epitome of a coward. This guy has voted leftist simply because the leftists won't move. And he was always hoping he could get the right-leaning conservative justices to move towards him. And it's worked in a couple of instances. But he is afraid of the leftists, the three leftist Supreme Court members. Third, the conservative justice know this will end the Founding Fathers' vision of what the Supreme Court is supposed to be. It will just become another political branch of the government. And the Supreme Court will be nothing nothing but Congress. For all intents and purposes, this will end the respect for the Constitution because now nobody is there to defend the Constitution. No one is there to protect the Constitution, uh, to, um, to analyze the Constitution in anything but a political lens. Finally, and this is the big part, Justice Alito's opinion was right on mark. Roe versus Wade was a terrible decision. Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg knew it. Biden knew it. Everyone who reads any type of law 
knows it. And I expect that this thing will still be overturned. If it's not, our country's over. I don't see any... I don't see anything else otherwise. So it was Mother's Day yesterday, and you know something? Everything has to be destroyed by the left. Everything has to be made miserable into the left. So there is nothing like the Washington Post releasing an op-ed that trashes boys, trashes fathers and husbands, and shows the world how to be a bad mother. Leave it to the Washington Post to bring this to light on Mother's Day. There was an article called uh, Raising a Feminist Son Seems to Be Easy. A Daughter Much Trickier by Kate Cohen. I don't know why the Washington Times does this. They, they, they create these titles that are just, you know, 17 paragraphs long, but they do. Um, the article is interesting because it is exactly how one shouldn't raise your kids. So we're going to go through this article uh, because, you know, you've got to trash a holiday. Whenever there's an American institution like Mother's Day, and by the way, I'm not a big fan of Mother's Day. It's like Valentine's Day. It's it's a, what do you call it? A Hallmark holiday. It's a garbage holiday. But it's here. I've got, we got Father's Day. I think that's a trash holiday too. We're just doing what we're supposed to do. I don't need appreciation for being a father. Most mothers don't need appreciation for being mothers, but we have those holidays. And of course, places like the Washington Post and the New York Times, they got to destroy that. So let's start this. All right. When I was a young mother, I was certain my husband and I could raise our two boys to be feminists. We took all the necessary steps. They got clunky but equitable surnames. Jesus Christ. Are you serious? And painted toenails upon request. Oh, my God. They also got a male role model with traditionally, quote, masculine, end quote, jobs. Farmer, builder. But also plenty of stereotypically, quote, feminine, end quote, traits. He bonded with the babies, treasured his female friends, and wept through the opening sequence of Ups. For, the, for my part, I could teach them to cook, write thank you notes, and not be grossed out by menstruation. My God, already this article is annoying the hell out of me. You can tell right off the bat this woman's a narcissist. She used I four times in the first five sentences. And we can take that we that she threw out there as being an I because you know the man didn't think this. The, the husband, the father, whatever he is. And by the way, what kind of father is this? I would never let my son be emasculated by his mother like this. Letting him paint his toenails. Ugh. Listen, in some things, I saw Up too. I cried in the beginning of Up. I have Up. I bought it. I liked it. I cry every time I see that beginning. It's a very sad thing. But it's a sad thing because a husband loses his wife. And he can't figure out what is going on with his life. You know, here's the thing. You can see something sad and cry and still be masculine. Just don't cry over everything. I know a woman, I and, and 
by the way, I still know, I know women now that are grossed out by menstruation, by their periods. I know girls who are having their periods and are grossed out about it. Why are you teaching a man to be grossed out about a menstrual cycle? Men should be grossed out about a menstrual cycle. You know why it's gross? That's why men don't typically have sex with women on their menstrual cycles. Finally, when did cooking, cleaning, washing clothes become feminine jobs? Guess what? You need to be able to do that stuff when you're living without your mommy. Hey, nobody came over to my apartment and cooked for me. No one came over to my apartment and washed my clothes. No one came over and vacuumed the floor. I did that all myself. I learned how to do it. For Christ's sake, I learned how to sew in the army. When did these become feminist jobs? These are jobs that everyone needs to know when they live on their own. Anyway, continuing. Picture me whistling down the road with a double stroller, confident that we could bring up fair-minded and whole human beings. The problem is she thinks that making her boys feminists are going to make them whole human beings. It doesn't. Now picture me stopping in the tracks when I learned that our third child would be a girl. I can't believe that that husband gave her a third child. She doesn't deserve it. What would she learn from my example? What women do what that women do the cooking and write the thank you notes? That mothers put their families first? Sure, my husband did that too, but when he did it, it was progress. When I did it, it was 1950s all over again. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. You know something? Men do a lot of things that are also 1950s. Coach basketball, coach soccer, teach their kids the birds and the bees. There are things men do too. They don't do it to the girls. They do. That's the mother's job. I suspect the mother didn't do any of that crap. Continuing. I'm sorry. I, I'm going off. Even worse, as a feminist, I was good on theory, but mediocre in practice. I shied from conflict, craved approval, and reflexively deferred to male authority. I knew that trying to get thinner to conform to patriarchal beauty standards... Jesus Christ. Patriarchal... Sorry, Chad, but I I just... I I read this thing and I just gotta cuss. Patriarchal beauty standards was a betrayal both of my intrinsic self-worth and of women everywhere. And yet every day, I tried anyway. Every single day. You know, the reason this is such a tough thing for this woman is she's so busy trying to feminize all the men in her life, she doesn't know how to feminize a girl. This is the big conflict she's having. And the reality is, feminization of a girl is, she doesn't need to do it. Just like masculinizing males is unnecessary. All her insecurities hit her because she's trying to teach her boys how to do what she does naturally. She goes off on all her own insecurities about the way she is because she's a woman and she blames the patriarchy. You know, maybe women are different from men. Maybe that's what it is. 
Maybe she should stop trying to silo men and women and realize both men and women have their strengths and weaknesses and that they are different. If she would just let everyone in the family evolve naturally, lead them down the right path, everybody would be happy and well-adjusted in the end. But she doesn't get that. She thinks being being a woman is the right way, and there's no other way. Being a masculine is toxic, blah, blah, blah. There's more. Let's continue. What if my daughter grew up to be like me? And I guess by me, she means insecure, confused, and unhappy, because that's what she is. I was on guard from the moment she was born. No Barbie doll shall breach this perimeter. But as soon as she went to preschool, princesses and teen pop stars entered her consciousness and worked their Disney magic. At age three, she would wear only dresses and announced to her brother's consternation that pink was a girl color. I couldn't control her taste, I thought, but I could control myself. I made sure to praise her brains and not her looks. I refrained from counting calories in her presence, and I stopped hugging her without permission. Okay, wait a minute. First off, she can't tell her daughter not to do, but she had no problem telling her sons they needed to be feminine, but she couldn't tell her daughter to stop being feminine. Why is she trying to control the everything? Even the even the author has the same feminine wiles that the little girl has. Yet, she tries to hide and suppress them. This is the problem with radical feminism. It tries to make a person who they are not. It tries to make men and women the same. It tries to feminize men and defeminize women. It's completely illogical. It's why it doesn't work. Men and women are wired differently. We don't understand each other. A husband and wife can be in a, mar- a happy marriage their entire lifetimes, and they will spend their entire lifetime trying to figure each other out. And guess what? They never succeed. This broad is a narcissist. She thinks she knows what's wrong with boys, but she's, and she thinks what she feels is wrong. And what she feels is femininity. And there's nothing wrong with that. But she sees masculinity as wrong. So if a guy wants to play play with a tractor, I bet she took those tractors away. Well, good luck with that. Her sons are going to grow up to hate her. Her husband is going to be remain distant, if not just take off and disappear. Okay, continuing. This is such a fun article, huh? Happy Mother's Day. The last one took me longer than I admit. She was 12, and the Me Too movement was pointing out just how casually and commonly girls had their bodily autonomy taken from them. I realized how often I had made her kiss this or that relative, whether she wanted to or not, ignoring her reluctance in the name of politeness. Just an FYI, by the way. I can't hold it. The Me Too movement... A lot of women were lying or exaggerating. Hell, I'll go even a a step leap. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, Amber Heard published an article during the Me Too movement. It is proved all to be crap. So I don't want to hear the Me Too movement. 
Women were not having their bodily autonomy taken away from them. A lot of women tried to make themselves into victims. There were women who were raped. Got that. Not every one of them. That is just an outright lie. Continuing, I began to ask permission for hugging her. That's so pathetic. When she said no, I felt kind of woeful joy. As a girl, I had not believed I had the right to my own body. Maybe, as a woman, I still didn't. But she did. This is an emotionally lost woman. This woman is a miserable woman. She's emotionally lost. She's happy when her daughter doesn't want to hug her. This is a thing that parents do? Really? Continuing. So when we started wearing make when she started wearing makeup and asked for a razor to shave her legs, I was conflicted. Clearly she was under the sway of a patriarchal beauty standard. There it is, the patriarchal thing. It's our fault. It's men's fault. Uh, so I desperately wanted her to defy. But just as clearly she was defying us. Growing up, I had done the opposite, declined to wear mascara or shave my legs, or even pierce my ears. Not Can you imagine how physically attractive this woman really was? Jesus. Uh, not for myself, but because I didn't want to disappoint my left-wing father. That's right. I totally stuck to it. I st- stuck it to the patriarchy to please my male authority figure. So this does explain a lot. It explains that this gal is completely... She had a, a effed up childhood, And now she's transferring that to her kids. Needless to say, I bought my daughter a damn razor. Who was I to lecture her? By the way, she had no problems lecturing her sons. But she can't... So in other words, Little Miss Princess has no limits. Meanwhile, she's put complete rules around her sons. Yeah, that's a real stable family. Continuing... I had the same feeling when she fought her dad, which she did often as a young teen, heated skirmishes between two strong-willed people whose politics were close enough to clash. Visiting her afterward in her room, no, she did not want to hug. I was tempted to suggest that she yell less and placate more, be more like me, in other words. I can tell you right now, dad was not strong-willed enough uh, if he's letting this harpy treat his sons like she is. Also, I hardly doubt this broad placates her husband. That's a, that's a complete lie. This broad dominates her husband. By the way, who is right in these arguments? You've got a teenager and you've got a 50-year-old father. I could guarantee you that 14-year-old girl or 15-year-old or 16-year-old, 18-year-old was probably in the wrong but I'm sure she was told she was right. What's worse here, she's being taught not to respect male figures. And if you can't respect your father, which is the ultimate male figure for a little girl, what male figure are you going to support in the future? That's going to make this a really lonely woman. Because a real man, a masculine man, A man with the masculinity that attracts women is not going to be interested in this crap and definitely not going to put up with it. Here we go. But I didn't. I was astonished that she could make a smart, passionate argument and stand her ground. The least I could do was refrain from 
uh, was refrained from chastising her for it. Uh, well, there's your answer here. No, you should be chastising her for it because she's a freaking kid. Come on, be a parent. Continuing, her stance on makeup has since lift shifted, but her sense of self-possession has bud hasn't budged, which means she's a self-centered, narcissistic bitch. The other day, while she was arguing with her father, her brother sat beside her heckling nonstop. Annoyed, she paused mid-sentence and turned to him. I get that you like to make fun of me, she said, but wait until I've finished what I'm saying and then you make fun of me. He shut up and she turned back to her father to finish making her point. I First off, I don't think this is a clever response. And second off, and I'm probably going to say this at the end too, I think this is entirely BS. None of this happened. I got news for you. If a, if a son or a brother is pissed off enough at his sister, he doesn't like the way his sister's talking to his dad, that brother, yeah, he's going he's gonna to smack that sister. Do you know how I know that? I had three daughters and a son. I know they're not going to put up with that crap. So I think this is BS. I pictured her with the sword in each hand, parrying with her left while advancing with her right. She definitely didn't learn that from her mother. But I hope I have modeled one lesson for my daughter. It's never too late to do better. Maybe one day I'll grow up like her. What a frickin'. Okay, I'm going to play Nostradamus right now, all right? I'm going to sit there and tell the future. I'm going to say that 90% of this article is complete bullshit. None of this stuff happened. This is all crap. And I and that's because I hate to believe that there is a man out there that is strong-willed and would put up with this crap. Definitely that there's not a man out there that would have his sons treated like this. I don't believe any of that. But let's just say everything she said or most of what she said was true. Here's what I predict. Her husband will stay with her because no woman will have him. Women actually like masculine men. And he sounds kind of like a, a puss. As a matter of fact, if I were this broad's husband, I'd say, get in your car, get the F out. I never want to see you again. You made me seem like a total puss. Just saying. Her sons will grow up emasculated, insecure, alone, and making nothing of themselves. They'll meet some chick at a feminist rally while wearing pussy hats. They'll get married to these broads, and those broads will treat him like his mother did, emasculating them for the rest of their lives. Money says, one of those boys is going to grow up and be a serial killer. Because those are usually the men that end up being serial killers. The daughter will become an overbearing narcissistic bitch and probably will end up alone like most other feminists. This Kate Cohen has it all wrong and I guarantee you she's a miserable person. Kids do not need to be molded. They need to be led. They need to be nurtured. She does not do that with any of her kids. She is trying to mold her kids. Kids, She's setting boundaries on her kids. These kids need to grow and they need to learn on their own. 
and they need to be drawn down the path to treat all with respect. And if they do it right, it will work. Okay, visit my website, dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I hope you had a great day, running a little late. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.